leap of faith and start. I think there is never a right time. You have to just adapt to all the challenges that you face. and treated like an opportunity and then particularly to the space if you want to be in the space you read up about the people you're going to be working with understand the authorities that you can collaborate with because they are literally looking for entrepreneurs they need to create market linkages for these artisans and they're going to help you they're going to help you do everything hello guys and welcome to episode 7 of sustainability simplified your bi-monthly dose of how to seamlessly build an action-oriented sustainable and profitable business i am your host zitin and today i'm in conversation with two super talented young entrepreneurs ishita das and ayushi patwari who also like malvika who i spoke to in my previous episode empower artisans but in one of the most beautiful yet challenging regions of india the northeast region and of course I have a super soft corner for the northeast region uh, also known as NER because I have been staying there for uh, over a year now and I just love it <laughs> their enterprise is called connecting NER and this is part 2 of the series where our focus in sustainability simplified is on sustainable livelihood building of artisans in India Welcome you guys it's a pleasure to be speaking with you both finally after all those linkedin messages and email exchanges for our listeners uh, we got connected via linkedin and then had a quick chat over the telephone call and here we are so great let's dive in but first how are both of you doing hi zitin ishita desai thank you so much for having us here we we are doing well yeah amazing hi zitin ayushi desai and Thank you for having us here and we are blessed to be doing very well. How about you? That's that's amazing. Uh yeah, I'm doing very very well actually and um it's been really interesting to you know have all those uh, email exchanges with you guys to learn a lot more about uh you know the great work that you guys are doing. So I was like okay, let's you know kind of have you guys on the podcast. So great. So let's just kind of go into this and um you know if you all could just share a little bit about yourselves and the enterprise right connecting ner uh, with our listeners that would be great so hi i'm ishita so my profession actually i was in the field of fashion design and management and i do come from a family that has been closely linked to the handloom and the handicraft industry here in northeast so naturally i wanted to be more involved in the sector in my own ways and make a difference and my Actually my entrepreneurship journey started few years back when I founded the silk concept that deals with cruelty free silk and recently co-founded connecting NER with Ayushi who happens to be my childhood friend yeah that's amazing that's amazing awesome awesome Hi I'm Ayushi and I had never been directly connected to this field I honestly got introduced to handloom and handicraft because of Ishita and then uh, i was in public relations and marketing before this and amidst the pandemic i wanted to end that and we started this because we'd been talking about it we'd been talking about challenges in general for a really long time yeah. and then we just sort of directed that energy inward and saw uh, how our handicraft sector is doing hence we founded this platform connecting ner where we are connecting everything about northeast india uh, to northeast india also and also yeah. to the world outside of it so it's all about um, all the crafts that exist mainly right and yeah 
amazing amazing and uh, that was actually going to be my next question which was about you know how did you guys you know collaborate together what got you all interested but you guys did touch upon it a little bit and um, that's pretty interesting to know that you know you guys are childhood friends so it's kind of you know more casual and more seamlessly flowing i would i would imagine it to be um Definitely. so <laughs> yeah so that's that's amazing to know um ayushi and nishita both of you like, like kind of touched upon this whole thing of you know um northeast india being a little bit of a challenging region and also you know connecting northeast to the northeast itself uh, we all know that you know northeast region is kind of you know there are there are issues of you know connectivity infrastructure access and just dealing with people with you know from hundreds of tribes different tribes i mean me saying in nagaland itself um, i've learned that of course in a population of just about 19 lakhs there are 17 tribes and innumerable sub tribes and that of course i i guess can be a challenge and probably an opportunity too in some way um you know it would be nice to know what have been some of those challenges and opportunities that both of you might have encountered or explored during the setup and running of connecting ner yeah so as you mentioned zitin there are challenges and opportunities and yes specifically because of the many tribes and sub tribes that exist in northeast india but again they add to the diversity of india that we're also proud of right so that's always going to remain the opportunity that we saw we want to begin with that was that nobody really knows you know even people living in northeast india hmm. they don't know about the people that are living you know in the next state of there so this was our main you know ideation for starting connecting nr also that okay we will we are a products company we are selling something we're selling creativity etc but we're also selling a story because as ishita mentioned there are companies very good companies that are sourcing from northeast india but they're not like doing the storytelling bit right so that is one opportunity that we wanted to explore right and um, and then the i mean the challenge that has been has been like mostly entrepreneurial challenges you know two young girls in this field that is highly unorganized right right i think those are some really tough hurdles in a sense to cross and just tell me or give me a sense of a little bit little bit more about how do you guys do this so like you mentioned for two you know young girls to be in such a field like you mentioned which is kind of unorganized you know so how do you guys get to you know get the artisans motivated how do you all connect to them really um give me a sense a little bit of a sense of that so i would like to just say that you know we have to meet them like when me and aishi just get to talking we understand that we have to meet them somewhere in the middle right so you know there are challenges that we obviously face both side so we just have to understand what they can do yeah. and try to adapt to that as well and then get our creativity to play right and you know just like you know it has to be like a family relation with them yeah. because you don't really understand as well what they just they're making it, especially the northeast you know we are naturally gifted with this craft correct absolutely so you know it comes very naturally where their occupation first occupation could be the agriculture field yeah not craft so you know some blending in and the customers we hope that they also understand that you know it's something that is like very unique to them right. and to them like you know yeah yeah that's a pretty actually a very interesting and yet tricky space to be in because you guys are actually in the middle of it all which is you know you're in the middle of the customers on one side who might want like those trendy designs or you know 
designs which are running in fashion at the moment and then on the other side you have the artisans who do have their traditional designs and their traditional kind of ways and means to follow so i think it's a very interesting kind of balance that you have to maintain and i think there's a lot of uh, in this regard i think there's a lot of potential waiting to be tapped it's also interesting to know that there's a lot going on in the northeast just because of this diversity as you all mentioned um having had such like diverse experiences is there any advice that you might want to probably give to our listeners particularly those who want to probably you know look at exploring this space in a, in a more detailed manner the handloom and handicraft space uh, is there any advice that you guys might want to give our listeners so i would just like to just tell them you know like just take the leap of faith and start i think there is never a right time you have to just adapt to all the cha- challenges that you face and treat it like an opportunity absolutely yeah and then particularly to this space definitely you need to start and you do your research because that's what we had to do right. i mean despite ishita having such a deep lineage into this industry yeah. like yeah. we had to do so much research and like that's what is missing because there are many companies like ours thankfully that are working for northeast india but there need to be more yeah. so if you want to be in this space you read up about the people you're going to be working with understand the authorities that you can collaborate with because they are literally looking for entrepreneurs they need to create market linkages for these artisans and they're going to help you they're going to help you do everything so just read up know the right people right. and as ashita said start if you want to just start that's actually very interesting because um definitely i mean even when i talk to entrepreneurs also i keep telling them that you know don't think so much yes of course strategy planning etc is important but like overthinking is also kind of you know not advised because then you might not even take that first step or just you know that leap as you guys mentioned so i think that's very interesting one more thing that i wanted to kind of wanted to understand from both of you was the fact that what is in it for the artisans and what is in it for the customers that you all see or they see as an opportunity to collaborate let's say with an entity like connecting ner because of course on one side there is sustainable uh, livelihood generation of you know the artisans so like on one side you have the artisans but then on the other side you also do have customers to you know look at their demands so how do you all really strike that balance and what's in it for them to you know kind of uh, collaborate with you guys what do you all see there so i mean there are um, what we think see there are there are customers who want to buy a certain kind of product that connecting nr is selling and there are many variants right. and companies that are selling so but the opportunity that the artisans have with us is that so what we found out during our research was most of the companies were going or most of the new startups were going to the same artisans they were not exploring more artisans mm. and that's what we did right perhaps and how did we do that right because like you know we deeply networked into ishita's contacts we tapped into them and we told us help us reach remote artisans but they are as good right. but they don't know how to create market linkages although again they have local authorities helping them so that is one thing or like you know one opportunity that artisans have working with us and for customers you know maybe other companies might say the same thing but there's authenticity yeah there is a story that we are trying to build yeah and a movement that we are trying to be part of and i mean like who doesn't feel good buying something uh, from a brand like that i mean 
Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we are hoping Absolutely. this is enough for our customers and honestly we're just looking to learn as we go on. We really don't know 100% of what we are doing. <laughs> yeah. I think that's a hallmark of any enterprise where you're constantly hungry to learn, you know? Um and that actually uh, you know sets any enterprise apart in my mind uh, with all the kind of you know interactions i've been having with entrepreneurs i feel like the most dynamic entrepreneurs are the ones who are actually open to learning talking about learning and a little bit on kind of resources that you all mentioned uh, can you all share some of the resources that you might have you know sort of seen or read about or just looked at um you know when you all were kind of setting this up just for our listeners if anybody is interested uh so zitin the we did Uh, our research just like how a student would do reading research papers after research papers they might even be 10 years old but a big part of our research was understanding the tribes and then what craft that particular tribe is uh, practicing right mostly for their personal use only so this was our research leg like suppose we are reading about khasis we made a list of all the tribes that exist in you know xyz states then we started just like suppose we are researching about meghalayas khasis hmm. and we're just reading about the khasis we are reading anthropology studies then we are reading about the craft and then like honestly this is how we did our research we just really wanted to deep dive into it and both of us yeah. genuinely like reading also yes and i would also like to add that you know we dug up to a lot of like by contacts as well which came from a brother who has been involved in this industry for so long right you know we took that like you know we took that leap of faith and we just went with all her contacts and she got us connected to few of the institutes as well plus other people along the way right so that really helped us going yes amazing amazing yeah that's pretty interesting because you know like like we had spoken about a little bit earlier in this conversation we were just talking about basically the diversity that's there in the region right and that's kind of worked to your advantage because you kind of get that whole variety is the spice of life thing where you're like okay this tribe does this okay that tribe actually you know specializes let's say in i don't know bamboo baskets or maybe banana fiber products mm-hmm. uh, which are like let's say for personal use as you all mentioned but it can give be given a twist which can serve a customer's you know purpose so yeah pretty interesting guys <laughs> so awesome so lastly just to wrap up please do share your social media handles so that our wonderful listeners can kind of engage with you and look at all the wonderful work that you do so uh, across facebook instagram linkedin twitter uh, we're by the name connecting nr so it'll be easy for everyone to find us you just have to type that in awesome great so thanks a lot guys for your time uh, of course your work is inspirational and all our listeners will agree to that and i'm pretty sure that this conversation will motivate many many others to kind of explore this space of handicrafts and handlooms to empower artisans i wish you guys all the best and do take care uh, be safe Yeah, you too, Tithan. Take care. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you so much. Thanks a lot. Okay. Bye bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. And if you like this podcast, feel free to share it in your network. My one takeaway from this episode was just take the leap of faith and start. I remember recently reading an Instagram post by Simon Sinek, who I really admire, and it said. 
dream big, start small, but most of all, start. And that is so, so true. I would love to hear your key takeaway from today. Do share it with me on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. You will find me there on at the rate Zitin Munshi. That's at the rate Z-I-T-I-N-M-U-N-S-H-I. Also, do get in touch with us at NextMileCo if you want to explore how your business can dial up the sustainability quotient profitably. You will find us on LinkedIn, Facebook and Instagram on at the rate NextMileCo. That's at the rate N-E-X-T-M-I-L-E-C-O. The next episode will be the last and final part of this series of livelihood building of artisans in India. Stay tuned. Until next time. Music